Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Alexa. Today I have Shane Coopersmith with me. He is an environmental influencer. He's been all about sustainability ever since he can remember. Um, and he was also on Below Deck 8. I'm really excited for this episode because we're going to talk about mental health and sustainability. And I will be honest, I don't know a ton about sustainability. Um, I've learned a little bit as I'm preparing for today, but I'm, but I'm excited to learn a lot more. Um, hey, Shane, how are you? Greetings, Alexa. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to talk to you today and hear your take on sustainability. Likewise, let's do it. So sustainability isn't like, some, I mean, something you talk about or we talk about and you hear about, but how did you get like really involved and really learn about it? So that's a good question. Um, Cause you don't just like, you're not just born and you're like, oh, I love sustainability. I think right. I was really a product of my, my environment and also my upbringing and both things that I was very lucky to be born into. And then also things that I decided to dive deep into and discover. So I grew up in San Diego, California, but just backpacking, hiking, camping, gardening, all that stuff. And then I basically learned that the earth is a really special place. And just as much as humans have the power to make it more beautiful, we also have the power to destroy it. True. And I could definitely see where this could fall for mental health because we have the power to help each other to be strong, but we also have the power to tear each other down. So it kind of does go hand in hand in a way. Totally, totally. And We'll get more into it, but I think having a garden is one of the best things for your mind. I've heard that. I've, yeah, I could see that. Do you have a garden yourself or um, like where you live in San Diego? Oh, yeah. I'm like a plant daddy. <laughs> I have. I can never have enough plants. I've probably, I mean, I'm looking at them right now. I've probably got like <laughs> 50 or more, a lot more than that. Yeah, indoor plants, outdoor plants, plants that don't have soil um hydroponics yeah, I love this <laughs> that's so cool did so were you did you start learning that or did you start getting a fondness of plants like when you were little also or did that kind of come as you got older and more into your learning well I mean to tell you the truth my mom is a huge gardener she has a big green thumb and she decided to plant a, tro a bunch of tropical fruit trees in our yard so I just grew up eating like loquat strawberry guavas bubblegum guavas and mulberries and so I was just like oh wow these things taste great so it's like a utilitarian benefit <laughs> and then I eventually got a job at a plant nursery and I really learned like a lot about gardening and what it means to take care of a plant and the joy they can bring me and you yeah that's so cool because like guava like it's such like, it sounds like so exotic. And like, obviously I've heard of guava before, but it just it sounds like such a pretty name and plant. <laughs> it is, they smell really good and it's a great fruit. Um, so you, like you said, you are an environmental influencer. So what does that entail? So being an environmental influencer, is it's like multifaceted. You know, I'm working with various environmental companies. I'm present on social media, posting and doing 
podcasts like this. I'm doing Instagram live videos. And also it takes a lot of time. Doc, you kind of have to document your life and show your life to your followers and show them what it's like to live a sustainable life, kind of lead by example, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like you almost have your own little like niche because you don't really hear about environmental influencers as much as maybe you hear about other type of influencers. So it's kind of cool. Like you're maybe starting a trend even. Yeah, no, I, um, that's cool. You bring that up uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, there's not a whole lot of other environmental influencers out there. And then the other ones that I do follow, they're all girls. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. It's like basically everyone who's super into sustainability on social media is girls. And if you guys, know, if there's any guys that you know, please send them my way. Um, I'd be curious to find them. There's some. There's definitely a couple dudes out there, but the market's like mostly girls for some reason. Which kind of makes it for you like almost better. Like you're not so sat in a saturated environment. Like you kind of stand out. True. True. Yeah, I see your point there. But also the market's not very saturated for environmental influencers, even in the female aspect. There's only a handful of them as opposed to like fitness influencers where there's thousands and thousands, you know. Right. Or mental health influencers or really any. Yeah. So what was, what's your, been your like favorite part of what you do and like one of the hardest parts? Favorite part of what I do is the butterfly effect. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I've he I've heard of the butterfly effect. Okay. But you can tell. Will you talk? You can tell us a little bit about it in case some of my listeners don't know. Yeah, totally. So the butterfly effect, and I'll probably explain this um, not a hundred percent, but basically, it's when you teach someone something, and that person that you taught teaches that same bit of knowledge to someone else. So it just like, it, it compounds on top of each other from the next person, to the next person. And the reason why it's called the butterfly effect is because the single flapping of a butterfly wings can essentially be the catalyst to start a massive change. Mm -hmm. So that's so like my the, favorite thing. I love, I love teaching people. That's so cool. And learning and, it, and learning. Yeah. I feel like we're always you're always going to be learning. Like, I feel like you're never going to know like everything. So it's kind of cool. Like you get to teach, but you also learn. And I've learned too, is when you do teach people, you actually can learn more yourself. Even if you're explaining it, you kind of just oh, you learn other people's takes. 100%. And that's why I hop on podcast interviews and that's why I'm on social media. And I treat social media as something that's social meaning I comment and ask questions or I'll post and ask questions or do polls because I want people's interactions. I don't just want to like on my photo. I want discussions and educated, educated discussions, basically. Yeah. No, it does. It is the whole point of social media. And then you want to have those interactions with other people. And I've like, I love that too, because I love getting to know people through social media. I feel like you, it's like a family in a way or totally. a community. Yeah. And what's your, like you're either your least favorite or your the hardest part for you. The hardest part is probably showing up at, like daily, you know, and yeah. 
it's kind of ironic to be an, an environmental influencer because like it's all about disconnecting and seeing the real world for what it is and being like in the dirt and the soil so everything that doesn't involve a cell phone basically yeah and like that's really how I lived my whole life like I did not love social media growing up I was like I had an Instagram just so I could stay close with like my couple friends mm-hmm. um so yeah that that's been the hardest thing but now I've chosen social media as my platform because I know how powerful it is how quickly you and I can spread information yeah and it's I like what you said because it kind of goes now into our next like talking about mental health with sustainability is you said how sometimes it can be hard to show up and I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a lot of people have that like sometimes like the day in day out it's like it goes from being your passion to sometimes like a job and sometimes that can really drain on anybody. Totally. How do you think we can use sustainability to either like to help our mental health? That is a great question, Alexa. And this, thank you. (laughs) This is an answer that I, that can be discussed forever to make sustainability and how to tie it into mental health. I'll give a couple quick ways. A, having a garden is one of the most mentally calming things for me and also for my mom, for my friends and my fellow gardeners. And I know the hundreds of other people on social media that follow me. Having a garden is amazing. It's like having a little dog, you know, how like you take care of Mm -hmm. your little dog spot. You always see how he's doing and you're happy when he's happy and et cetera same thing with plants and they're living organisms and you can see when they're happy you can see when they're distressed you can see when they're like having a hard time and it's just kind of like some <clears throat> something to take care of in a nice way so that's good having a garden is gr- one great way to increase your mental health with sustainability and then another example is you know, when you treat things really nice, you feel good. Yeah. Like, as opposed to if you're being a douchebag to someone, then you just <laughs> kind of feel like a douchebag. True. It's the, it's the same thing with our planet. If you're just being a D-bag to our planet and just like ripping things up and you can tell, I mean, we all know what's sustained. Like, we all know what's environmentally friendly and not environmentally right. friendly today. We all know when we look at a giant coal burning power plant. Okay, that's not good. We all know when we're using a giant tub of plastic, we're like, okay, that's not very chill. So conversely, if you are really nice to our planet and you choose to be eco-friendly and you choose to make a sustainable lifestyle, I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel really good about yourself. No, I definitely can see that because sometimes like I'll see trash on the like the beach or if I'm on a beach or wherever I am, it'll be a park and it like almost doesn't feel right seeing it and not picking it up. Like I can't just imagine like not just walking by it because it's like almost like you're a bystander to what someone already did and you're just as part of the problem and that can bring your mental health down too. Totally. And beach cleanups or mountain cleanups or wherever you are in the world, doing a little cleanup is a great way to feel good about yourself and for the planet. So if you don't believe me, go volunteer, go give back to the community in some way. And you're going to see how much better you're going to feel about yourself. I love that. Um, that I think those are some great um, ways to try and make yourself feel better, but also helping the planet. So it is like a, a cycle. 
totally. And, and one last thing before before the next question, and this is about anything and anything, anything and everything in life. Be a part of something bigger. Yeah. Protecting our planet is one way that you can be a part of something bigger, and that's gonna feel freaking great for yourself. It's true. I've done it a few times and it is, it does really help. Like I used to go to like a camp and when we were, I think it was like counselor in training, we like would go to downtown Detroit, which is in Michigan and like to inner cities and like do, we would do a lot of planting or like cleaning up the parks and it felt really good because like we made a huge change, even if it was a small change, it's still a big change. Yeah. And, yeah. And even just being a part of yourself with something bigger, it doesn't need to be just for the planet. I'm just saying even like just right. donating blood or um, I don't know, being passionate about your aspect of your career, just being something bigger, being part of a bigger community. That's amazing for your mental health. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself maybe in like the next year or so within this um, influencing or part of sustainability? Do you want to maybe do like some kind of nonprofit or where do you see yourself? Yeah. Um, where do I see myself? So there's places I want to go and then there's places that I realistically, then there's steps I know that I need to realistically take in order to get there. My long-term goal is to become the next Bill Nye, the science guy of sustainability. I want to be in the school classroom with a series of videos that teach about various aspects of our planet, such as microplastics, deforestation, loss of biodiversity, climate change, et cetera. That's where I want to be. Do I think that's going to happen in a year? I can say I want to shoot for the stars and maybe it'll happen. Um, but I also have some other plans for like the short term. Yeah. So yeah, I just increasing my social media presence. Um, I'm substitute teaching with some local and I know I'll be able to slide in environmentalism there. Uh, another, an ex-employee of mine just reached out, reached back out to me and we have some exciting stuff going on. So um, yeah, there's a lot, lot happening. The world, wide world of social media is it's growing for me and I'm getting a lot more collaborations and jobs with different companies. So it's, it's going well. It's all on the journey to eventually become, you know, a big a face of sustainability in the schools. That's amazing. Um, I'm really excited to see where your journey goes. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about mental health and sustainability. Is there anything else you want to tell my audience? It could be your Instagram or your social media. It could just be any last minute tips. But if this is a podcast about mental health, I want to say all of us are individually unique and we're all special in our own way. And don't ever think that you're not worthy or you're not capable of something in your life because we all deserve something. And greatness is literally just one step away. Well, thank you. I love that. And that's a great way to end. Um, where can they find you? You can find me on social media. I'm at sustainable.shane on Instagram. I've got YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Everything's just sustainable, Shane. Um, I guess I was lucky enough to be the first and only sustainable Shane so far. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, I will have that in the episode description. Thanks, guys. This was another episode. And thanks so much, Shane. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.